Welcome into Devori Darkens Live. We are always grateful for people who have been watching this show up to this point. We had a great show yesterday, nice celebration, got to help a lot of people yesterday as well. So uh, kudos and shout out to the people that took advantage of uh, the opportunities that we spoke about yesterday uh, show and our 50th episode. So moving on, right? Moving on. Uh, this show is being recorded. You can go back and rewatch this on YouTube and listen to this on Spotify, Google, Apple, or Amazon. Also, um, if you don't know this already, we go live on TikTok as well. So you can follow us if, you, if you're not already and follow the uh, channel. Um, now, if you're just joining me and you're wondering what is this really all about, I always tell people this show is about you. It's about you. So let me make sure I got my people on TikTok set up correctly here. Um, had some glitches here with the technology. Uh, there we go. They should be good now. All right. So yeah, like I just stated, we are on TikTok as well. And um, this show is about you, helping you get what you want in your life, helping you get what you want. So what is that? What does that even mean? Some of you guys don't even know what you want, right? So what should be your number one priority? Finding out what you want. Well, how should you do that? It starts with your purpose. You discover your purpose in life. You're not going to have a hard time finding out what you really want to do. That's why I always tell people when they come to me and they're looking for help, step number one is getting clear on your purpose. You have to have a purpose. You already have one, but you have to start living it. You need to know what it is. Uh, that's what it's really all about. And if you don't know what it is, uh, that's why we're here. And that's why I always offer uh, resources to help you discover that. So where do we start as usual? Affirmation of the day. Affirmation of the day. Here's the thing. Um, I had this conversation with my clients last night and it truly is a, a, a affirmation that could really, I think really make a huge impact for you because we had the show, I think it was two days ago where the voice in your head that you're having controls what you do or is yesterday actually, right? The, the self dialogue, right? The self talk. And a lot of times you're sitting there telling yourself what I'm struggling. I always have a hard time with this. I can't do this. I can't do that. It's on repeat. So this affirmation for today is really about telling yourself the opposite, deleting the word struggle from your vocabulary and really using the word learning. I am so grateful now that I'm learning to be better in my life. Not that I'm struggling to be better, because that's what people usually say. I'm struggling to do gratitude. I'm struggling to make decisions. I'm struggling to do this or that. Stop saying that and start saying, I'm learning how to make decisions better. I'm learning uh, to be better. I'm learning how to do or how to live with gratitude. I'm learning how to love myself more. I'm learning this. I'm learning that. Doesn't that sound good? 
right? Think about it. If you're saying I'm struggling, I'm struggling to do gratitude. How does that feel? Just soak it in for a moment. How does it feel if you say the words out loud, I'm struggling with doing gratitude. I'm struggling to get better. I'm struggling with loving myself. Doesn't feel good. So why not say I'm struggling or excuse me, don't say that. (laughs) Say I'm learning to live with gratitude. I'm learning how to love myself. I'm learning how to be better. Doesn't that feel different? I think it's different. I think it's different. It it piggybacks off what we were discussing yesterday. How you feel about yourself is going to dictate your success. Well, what dictates how you feel? The words that you're speaking about yourself. So the affirmation of the day is I'm so grateful now that I'm learning to be better. I'm learning to love myself. I'm learning to live with more gratitude. It's a different. It's just different. It's totally different. And that just takes somebody with an open mind who wants to find different ways to continue to make progress in their life. So that's the affirmation of the day. Let me know if you guys got value from that affirmation. How many of you guys are going to start using that? Let me know in the comment section. How many of you guys are going to start using that type of language to help you get to where you want to go? Now, what is the main topic for today? Well, I talked about yesterday how the way you speak to yourself, I mean, if you're speaking down on yourself, you're basically emotionally stabbing yourself, right? That's that's what I spoke about. So it made me think of this morning, because I know I already have people wondering this. Well, what what are what are some habits? What is one thing I could be doing every day? to make that change thank you i appreciate it thank you so much have a great day sir (laughs) Um, what is one thing i could do to really make that change well the main topic for today are three habits what are three habits for success three habits that you could be using that will help you make these changes at the subconscious mind level Because you know we have to do that. If you've been listening to me for quite some time, you keep listening because I've been sharing with you what someone shared with me. You know what that was? It was Devori. You are not going to make any permanent changes if you don't change what's happening in your subconscious mind. That's what was communicated to me. That's dead on. And I'm saying the same thing to you. So... This is not necessarily, I'm calling you out directly, but we have a lot of people out there who are looking for the secret. They're looking for the shortcut. They're looking for, you know, the secret hack. It does not exist. The answer is in your subconscious mind. You have to make the change at that level. So consciously, intellectually, you're like, yeah, I'm going to say these affirmations to myself. But subconsciously, you're like, no, we don't do that. We've never done that. They don't work. You have to understand what you're dealing with. The subconscious mind controls everything that you do. 
You can't control your subconscious mind. All you can do is influence it and alter the programs that are in there. That's all you can do. The subconscious mind is going to work the way that it works 24 7, 365. There's nothing you can do about it. It's a computer system running on automatic. And by the way, the subconscious mind is not bad. It's a marvelous thing. It's what's controlling our organs and everything that is taking place in our body. It's also what's in control of our language, what we've learned. All right, so don't make this or don't think that, you know, subconscious mind is bad, you know. No, you just have some ideas, beliefs, programs in the subconscious mind that need to be removed, replaced. So I'm going to share three habits that you should develop to do that. The three habits you should develop to make that change at the subconscious mind level so you can start talking to yourself in an empowering way. So you can start loving yourself like you haven't before. So you can go, go out there and start the business or start the idea or go after the career that you really want. Remember, this show is about helping you get what you want. So it doesn't matter what it is. Everybody across the board has the same issue. You guys want to know what that issue is? They have a subconscious mind that they do not know how it works and how to make changes. So we hit a wall. We become stuck. We get in our own way. We self-sabotage. Everyone, everyone does that at some level, in some area of their life. Everyone's doing that. What you want to bring your attention to is the area of your life that you're looking to improve, things that you want to change. That's where you need to start learning these things and start developing the right habits. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So if you're just joining me right now, uh, again, this show is all about helping you get what you want in your life. It's recorded. You can go back and watch this. You can go back and listen to it. Um, what makes me so qualified to talk about these things? Well, maybe you're new and you haven't heard my story, so let me keep it brief. My parents were drug addicts, so as soon as I was born, they took me away from her, and they allowed my father to take me home, and he dropped me off with his baby mama at the time. And you guys know what baby mama means, not his wife. Um, she didn't want to take care of me. I don't think it had anything to do with her having ill intentions. She already had five kids. She had a couple of toddlers, you know, her hands were full. So she called my grandmother and told her, hey, I can't do it. You guys need to come get him. Now, by the way, I don't know what actually happened. This is what was told to me. So maybe this is true. Maybe it's not. The bottom line is, is that uh, ultimately I was adopted, which I'm very grateful for. But then, uh, as a child, I was molested by my cousin. I went to schools that were predominantly white, and I was bullied. Now, by the way, it has nothing to do with race. I'm telling you my childhood experience and my ignorance at the time. And uh, my mom or my adopted mother got sick with breast cancer, so I had to go live in Texas. And I went from attending an all-white school to attending an all-black school. So talk about culture shocks, right? 
And of course, same thing, bullied over there too, picked on because I was from California. <laughs> uh, and uh, didn't really live in the, uh, in the greatest circumstances. Um, unfortunately, the person I was living with could barely pay the lights. We rarely had food. It was quite remarkable. I think we survived on noodles for a while. And um, I wasn't surrounded by the right people, let's just say that. Well, anyways, I get to come back home uh, where my adopted mother is at, which is in California. She passes away eventually because she had breast cancer. I joined the military and I go throughout my life. And why am I telling this story? I go throughout my life ignorant, not thinking for myself, not understanding that I have a mind, being controlled by these past experiences, being controlled uh, by my father, because I hated him. I was like, you know, I, I hate how he could have done that. Why why didn't he, why wasn't he there for me? What, what, why is he such a, a shitbag? You know, I used to say things like this. You know, what's wrong with me? You know, I used to say things like this. Why would my cousin do something like that to me? It's evil. You know, I don't think God really loves me. Why would he do that to me, right? These are all programs in my mind, ideas, words on repeat. And um, it wasn't until I finally learned about the mind and got the right information that I started to understand that I was the one causing my problems. I was the one causing this heartache in my life. I was the one causing the depression. I was the one causing the anxiety. I was the one that was attracting the things I didn't want to. You see, one of the most empowering things you can ever do is look in the mirror and take responsibility. It's the most powerful thing you could do. Because at that point, what you're doing is, is letting go. You're letting go. And if you don't let go, that means you can't make space for what it is that you want. So you have to take responsibility. You have to. I don't think that's a choice. Well, it is a choice, but I'm speaking to the person who wants to win in life, there's no choice. You have to take responsibility 100% of the time. If you wanna win, if you wanna keep moving forward, if you wanna go out there and make things happen, if you wanna live that life that you wanna live on your own terms, responsibility is everything. It's not gonna be the first or the last time things don't go the way that you wanted them to go. But it doesn't mean it's not gonna work out. Things always work out. And so now that's my belief system today. That, that wasn't my belief system then because my subconscious mind was in total control. The programs inside were in total control of me. You know, I was operating with bad beliefs. My self-image was poor. I hated myself. I remember there was a time in my life, guys, every single day I did not feel good about me. Every single day. It was hard for me to laugh. It was hard for me to open up. You know, I was really cold towards people. I was um, rude. I was a dick. I was an asshole. Um, I was very standoffish. Nobody wanted to be around me. Why? Because I had these ideas in my subconscious mind that were controlling me. So what I'm going to talk about today is not an opinion. I did not just read a book 
And then I run over here and then start sharing it to you. No, I've lived this. I live it. I coach people through it. And I'm still doing it today. Nothing's changed. These three habits have been making me successful since learning them. And they will make you successful when you learn them and actually apply it. Now, before I get to the actual three habits, I want to address a few things that you want to be aware of during this process. That you want to be aware of during this process. Because as you set out to go after what you want, if you don't understand the process, you'll self-sabotage. You'll self-sabotage. You'll get in your own way. You'll start complaining. You'll start making excuses. You'll start thinking things aren't working out. And then you give up. That's the last thing you should do. We've heard this said a thousand different ways. You can never fail in life if you don't quit. As long as you don't quit, you're going to win eventually. But the one thing you cannot do, the one thing you can never accept is defeat. You should never accept defeat. Even when you lose, you should look at it as a win. You know why? Because you probably learned something. It probably opened your eyes to something you could do better. So there's no losers over here. That's how you should live your life. Let me bring your attention to this really quick. What happens with people most of the time, and this is was in another show, by the way, is they don't respect their level of ignorance. Meaning, you have to truly admit to yourself that you just don't know. Especially if you're looking to develop a new habit, you don't know. If you knew, it would, it would have been a habit already. But you don't know. You don't really understand yet. You haven't reached a level of competency and mastery. You haven't yet. What people do is they set off to do personal development. Maybe they're wanting to change some things. Maybe they had some bad things happen in the past that were really deep. Maybe they don't believe in themselves, whatever. Well, they don't appreciate how ignorant and how deep-rooted these limiting beliefs are. So they don't really give them any consideration like as far as time goes. Meaning, what am I saying? Simply put, someone starts off to develop a new habit. 30 days in, they give up. They don't respect habits. If you truly understood habits, you would never give up. When you approach this concept of changing habits in your life with, yeah, I'm just going to do this for six months and then I should be good. You're totally missing the point of a habit. When developing a habit, a habit in your life, it's something you have to do every single day. Until you want to do it. And when you want to do it, you no longer have to do it. Run that through your mind again. When you go to develop a habit, it's something you have to do every day until you want to do it. And when you want to do it emotionally, you don't have to do it anymore. And from that point on, it becomes automatic. But how long does that take? 
This is the question that you should never be asking yourself. That's irrelevant. Doesn't matter how long it's going to take. What matters is, are you prepared to make a committed decision to see it through? I want to make sure I'm clear on this. I really believe people out there are making a classical mistake by approaching personal development manifestation as a shortcut, a secret hack, uh, let me speed things up, and they haven't even really put in the work. That's why they don't get the results. If you're thinking you're going to find, like, like we hear it, get-rich-quick schemes, right? They don't exist. Because it violates, it, it really violates universal laws. Let me put it to you that way. What's one of the universal laws? The law of gender. There's a gestation period for every seed that you plant. Every seed that you plant in nature, there's a gestation period. There's a process. There's a timeline. This timeline cannot be skipped. It must happen. It's the same thing with your life. Whatever goal or dream or fantasy, that's a seed. And when you plant that in your mind and you want to start focusing on it, you must understand that there's a timeline that must elapse. Well, because people don't know that, and some people may think that's hocus pocus, they self-sabotage. They get in their way. They get desperate. They're in a rush. They need it too bad. There's a difference between needing something and have to do something. You don't need to do anything. You already have what you need. Food, air, and water. But people approach what we're doing here and helping you get what you want with this desperation, with this, I want the shortcut. I want it yesterday, but I don't want to put in the work. And your subconscious mind knows what you're trying to do. It's not stupid. That's why I said, I really believe people just don't respect their level of ignorance. They really don't realize it, that they just don't know. And that you may need to hear me 10,000 times before it finally clicks. Again, people do not respect their level of ignorance. You may need to hear me 10,000 times for something to finally click. It's happened to every one of us. This is why repetition is so powerful. How did we get all the ideas that we have about ourselves, our life? How did we get our beliefs? How did we get our habits? How did we get the language that we speak? How do we know our name? It's all through repetition. That's how. So I'm just saying all this because there's no sense in talking about these three habits if you don't even respect your level of ignorance and you don't understand that there's a timeline, there's a process here, and repetition is involved. Repetition is mandatory. Repetition is the prerequisite. Let's say that. It ain't going to happen if you don't understand repetition. If you do not respect repetition. So I remember um, in the time that I served in the military, everything's repetition. 
And if you mess up, you got to start over again. But that's not how people look at it outside the military. They mess up, they give up. That's what they do. Some of you guys have already been tasked with doing a gratitude list. I've said this multiple times. You may have started to do your gratitude list and then you stopped and then gave up. Why? Why would you do that? It means you don't respect your level of ignorance. It means you don't really know the power of repetition yet. And this is not your fault. What I'm just communicating with you is the reality. I'm communicating with you what's in your way. And so what you're going to want to do as we go through this today is really say or ask yourself, do I really understand the power of repetition? Do I truly understand that? Do I also understand that I just don't know yet? And I'm going to have to put in the time to know, to understand. And there, and there are no shortcuts to doing that. The only way that's going to happen is through consistency, showing up for yourself every day. And that's why I said you can't lose if you show up every day for yourself. If you show up every day and you put your best foot forward and you're getting 1% better every day, in time you will win because the average person quits. Like if this was, if life was a marathon, most people have already bowed out. They've already, they're already done. They're, they're already done. They've given up already. Because they don't understand what's happening, what's going on. They don't have the right information. They've got some bad, um, some bad uh, information, some bad ideas. So what do we do about that? If that's you, what should you be doing about that? Well, I am going to break down the three habits you should be developing. If you want to win in life, you're going to need these three habits. If you really want to make a change at the subconscious mind level, these are the habits that are going to let you do that. Habit number one. Habit number one. Habit number one is developing the habit of studying. Studying what exactly? Well, studying your craft, studying yourself. Now, let's break that down. Studying your craft has to do with your career or business. You should always be making time to get better, learn more, increase your level of understanding of what you're doing. Repetition again. Then on the flip side, you need to be studying yourself. This is what personal development is all about. I said yesterday that if you're a parent... If you're married, I don't think personal development should be an option. I think it's mandatory. Personal development. 
how could you be married or a parent and you're not actively developing yourself? You're a leader. Leaders develop themselves constantly. You're responsible for other people. If you're a, if you're a husband out there, this is this should never even be a conversation. You're supposed to be the leader. And if you're not developing yourself, you're not going to lead people. And people are not going to follow. You're going to have problems. So this first habit of studying, you study two things primarily every single day. Your craft. So as far as your skills go, your expertise, you can become the most effective and the best at what you do. And if you do that, your value immediately goes up. And the other side of this is yourself. If you develop yourself, people will treat you different. You will attract different things. Your life will improve because you have improved. We talked about it. You live from the inside out. That's what you want to do. When you live from the inside out, that means you're developing yourself. That means you're in control of yourself. That's what you want. People who live from the outside in, they don't do personal development, guys. That's not what they're doing. If you truly want to know whether someone is doing the work, if they're really developing themselves, listen to the way they speak. Observe their behavior. Look at the results. That tells you everything you need to know. So when people come to me and they say, oh, I know Devori. Yeah, yeah, I read that book too. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I do personal development. I know if they're telling the truth or not. It's not about judging anybody. It's just, it is what it is. So don't fool yourself anymore. You've got to accept the fact that the habit that you have to have is the habit of studying. Studying your craft so you can be the best at what you do. And studying yourself so you can develop yourself. Because those things go hand in hand. You may be an expert at what you do, but if you can't develop yourself emotionally, you won't connect with people. So it doesn't matter if you're really great at what you do. Sooner or later, you'll hit a ceiling on that. You'll be limited. Or you'll attract some unwanted situations in your, in your life because you'll make some mistakes, some bad decisions, because you haven't been developing yourself. If I was going to tell you the most difficult habit there is, I would say that probably is it right there. Why? Because from a young age, this is not the way we've been trained and educated. We've been told, you know, get the information, go out there, get a job, keep it moving. Personal development is not part of the education system. It's not. So for most people, doing personal development seriously, like really becoming a student of personal development, that's not really common if you really think about it. Most people are spending their time watching Netflix, going out to the bars, 
doing nothing, hanging out, same routine every day, when they could be spending that time developing themselves, spending that time learning more about their craft, mastering what they do. They could do that. You could do it. But that's a habit you have to develop. It's got it. You have to get to a level where you want to do that. That's why I said you have to do this until you want to do it. And, and once you want to do it, you won't have to do it anymore because it's just automatic at that point. See, I want to do this show every day. I don't have to. I want to. So I don't have a problem doing it. I want to study. I want to help people every day. It's a habit at this point. That takes time. That's what I was saying. The biggest mistake is we don't respect that. At the same time, you're impatient and you're patient at the same time in a sense, right? It's, it's very unique this way where you demand the best of yourself. You want it now, but you also understand that it's going to take time. What you don't want to do is have your whole mindset in a position where you're thinking, oh, it hasn't happened yet. It's not working. Now you've gone to the negative. The mindset should be, I want this. It's happening. It's happening now. It's going to happen. And I know it's going to take time, but I want it now. And I'm going to keep putting in work. I'm going to do whatever I got to do to make this happen. It's just a different mindset. My point is, is that to start studying what you do and getting better at what you do, that's for people who want to be better, who really have a burning desire for that. To develop yourself, you have to want to. And so I said all transformation begins with a what? A burning desire to be transformed. You have to want to be transformed. You have to want to change. You have to want to get better. Sounds very simple. I know. I know. But just observe people. Maybe even look at your behavior. Do you have a burning desire? Are you obsessed? Are you locked in? Have you burned the ships already? What I'm saying is, it's really interesting. I heard this one day. Um, I heard this from Grant Cardone. This is really good. He said, you have to reach, you have to get to a level where you basically, emotionally, are at the point of no return. The point of no return. Are you there? Are you at the point of no return? You can't turn back. You've got to keep moving forward. Are you there yet? That's what you want to really ask yourself. Because these habits, the habit of studying, you have to be that way. It's got to be, I'm at a point of no return. I have to study. I can't go back anymore. I can't go back to the life where I did not study. That I just slacked off and I really didn't put in work and I made excuses. I can't do that anymore. I got to keep moving. I'm at the point of no return. That's a powerful question you may want to ask yourself. Are you at the point of no return? When people are at the point of no return, they're going to go make it happen. Because there is no other option. There is no other option. So this first habit of studying 
Studying what? Your craft. Whatever you do in your career or as a business owner, you should be the best at what you do. I don't even think that's an option. I think that's mandatory. I think every single day you should be waking up and really striving to be the best at what you do. Because you're just going to get better when you think that way. And also, studying yourself. Getting the most out of yourself. Developing yourself. Following these habits is exactly doing that. You're going to develop yourself if you execute these habits that I'm talking about today. You see, every one of you guys, particularly you, there's something that you probably have a specialty in, something that you're great at. Maybe something you've had a career for. Maybe you already have a business. You know what I'm saying. When someone new comes into to your field or your industry, they need to have the habit of studying what's going on. They have to develop that habit. They can't just walk in and start doing things. They don't know what they're doing. Again, this is like going to the gym or working out or eating healthy. Before you get to advanced things, you need to master the fundamental the fundamentals of actually showing up. You have to develop the habit of showing up. If you focus on the habit of showing up, the things will take care of themselves. That's the way that it works. That's the way that it works. Excuse me. So, What's the second habit? The second habit is the habit of gratitude. The habit of gratitude. We've talked about gratitude for quite some time. People ask me all the time, hey, what is the one thing that really transformed your life? It was gratitude. That's at the top of the list every single time. Are you really grateful for who you are becoming? Are you grateful for the opportunities you've been given? And that will keep coming to you, by the way. Are you grateful for where you, where you come from? What has happened? Because it's all helped you get to where you are today. Are you expressing your gratitude towards other people, towards yourself and your life? I believe that you either have a habit of gratitude or you have the habit of complaining. I don't think you can have both. I think one is, is, is one of them is going to be dominant, meaning you're either going to be dominantly grateful or you're going to be dominantly complaining. Complaining about what you don't want. Complaining about what you don't like. Complaining about what so-and-so said about you the other day. Complaining about what you did 10 years ago and you just can't leave it alone. You can't let it go. 
you want to develop the habit of gratitude because what you put out is what you're going to get back. That's exactly what you want to do. When you are grateful, things just get better. You know this. You're very special. Did you know that? You are really good at what you do. You should be grateful for that. You should be grateful for the work that you've been putting in for yourself. Showing up every day to the show. Some of you guys have taken the next step and became clients. You should be grateful that you made a decision for yourself. You should be grateful that you're actually doing something. You're going somewhere. You're becoming somebody. You should express gratitude for that. It goes back to that affirmation of the day. I am learning how to be better. I'm learning to love myself. You should be grateful. Stop complaining that you're not where you think you're supposed to be. That's a big mistake. What you're doing is implying that you are less, that you're not good, that you aren't making it happen, that you're a failure when you say things like that. What people don't get is, and this, and I'm, maybe I might quote this wrong, but this is my understanding of it. People underestimate how long it takes to get what they want in life. They underestimate how long and what's required. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Is they under they underestimate the price that they have to pay to get what they want. They underestimate that. They lowball it. And at the same time they overestimate how long it's going to take. What am I saying? If that didn't make any sense. What I'm saying is people don't, they, they say, oh, I want to start a business, but they don't really realize the work that goes into that. I want to start a business. They don't realize the work that goes into that, the responsibility. My question for you is are you ready to pay the price for what you want? This is why gratitude is so important. People who are not prepared to pay the price, they don't have gratitude. They're an absolute in the mode of complaining. They complain. That's what they do. Oh, this is taking forever. Nothing's working. I knew I shouldn't have did this. Maybe I'll go over here and try this. Oh, that didn't work either. See, all these stuff online, it's all a scam. Nothing works. They're in complaining mode because they underestimated what was required to go after the goal that they have. They underestimated that. Sometimes we think, oh, well, we should be able to, we, we should get this done in one month, or I should be here by this age. And when you're not, you're thinking, oh, well, there must be something wrong with me. No, there isn't. Why don't you just be grateful for how far you've come? Be grateful that you are 
making it happen. You're actually doing something. It may take longer than you think it should take, but that's okay as long as it happens, right? I always ask people, does it really matter how it's going to happen and even how long it's going to happen as long as it happens? Find gratitude in that. Find gratitude in that. Stop underestimating the price you have to pay. What is that price? What is that price? Well, the price is um, you've got to feel and act like the person you want to become. You got to start making decisions like that person. That's a, that's the price. And when you go to make decisions, a lot of times that's going to require money. That's going to require your time. That's going to require your energy. So people underestimate what's really required to make things happen, to make these changes. All right. So second habit is a habit of gratitude. You want to be grateful for who you're who you are becoming. You want to be grateful for what has happened. You want to be grateful for what will happen. You want to be grateful for all of it. If it's bad, be grateful for it. It's helping you in some way, shape, or form, but you have to look for that. You have to look for that. You got to look for it. So up to this point, we talked about three habits that or two habits out of the three. Habit number one is what? The habit of studying. Studying your craft and studying yourself. One way or another, if you were to audit how much time, money, or energy you spent in the last year at the top of the list, personal development and your craft should be up there. It should be top five, at least. You're not here to be average at best at what you do. You're here to be the best at what you do, and you can do it. But you have to develop the habit of studying in the first place, wanting to know more, do more, be more. The second habit is the habit of gratitude, finding something to be grateful about regardless of whatever is happening. Also being grateful for who you are becoming, being grateful for what has happened, being grateful for what you want to happen, all of these things. Because when you're grateful, what energy are you sending out? What energy are you sending out? Right? Makes a huge difference. Gratitude made a huge difference in my life, and it will make a huge difference in your life. Now, before I get to the third habit, if you have been enjoying this show up to this point, Make sure that you hit the like button if you're on YouTube and you have subscribed to the channel. 
If you're on TikTok and you're new and you've been liking this, uh, double tap the screen there. Double tap the screen and follow me on TikTok there. That's how you guys can support the show. All right. Now, what's number three? Number three is a principle that I've been teaching in my coaching for quite some time now. And I'm going to break out the book on this. I'm of the firm belief if this is not a habit for you, you are not going to get what you want in life. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. All right. That habit is making decisions. Yeah. Making decisions. You see, a decision is the opposite of procrastination. Procrastination is the opposite of decision. When I say decision, I'm not just talking about any decision. I'm talking about a decision that gets you what you want. A true decision is the opposite of procrastination. Some people say, well, when you procrastinate, you're making a a decision. No, you're not. You're exercising indecision. You're not deciding on anything at all. You're You're in a standstill. You're stuck. You're frozen. Decision is what keeps you moving. It keeps you moving. It keeps keeps you moving forward because decisions require what? Your time, your money, your energy. In other words, it requires action. You know you made a decision when you took action. So let's learn a little bit about this habit in particular because the first two are self-explanatory. The first two of these habits are self-explanatory. Studying your craft so you can be the best at what you do. How do you do that? You study the best people in your craft. You study them. Why do you think I read Napoleon Hill all the time? He's, He's at the top. He's the best. So I study him. And you want to study yourself, personal development. You want to develop yourself. Well, you do that by, just so happens, reading books like these as well. But not just reading them. So after I get through decision, we're going to talk about how I would approach studying. Okay? Accurate analysis of over 25,000 men and women who had experienced failure disclosed the fact that lack of decision was near the head of the list of the 30 major causes of failure. This is no mere statement of a theory It is a fact. Procrastination, the opposite of decision, is a common enemy which practically every person must conquer. Why do so many people stay stuck in life? They don't make decisions. They procrastinate. The opportunity passes them by. When you fail to make decisions, what energy and what message are you sending to the universe? What message are you sending to your subconscious mind? You're sending messages of confusion. You're sending messages of doubt. And that's exactly what you set yourself up to receive. The power of making decisions. Every single successful person has the habit of making decisions quickly. They all do. 
analysis of several hundred people who had accumulated fortunes well beyond the million dollar mark disclosed the fact that every one of them had the habit of reaching decisions quickly and of changing these decisions slowly if and when they were changed. People who fail to accumulate money without exception have the habit of reaching decisions, if at all, very slowly and of changing these decisions quickly and often. Now, as simple as I can make it, successful people make quick decisions and they don't go back on them. They're committed decisions. People who are not successful, they barely make decisions. And if they do, they change the decision. They go back on it. You really have to think about yourself when I say that. Are you making quick decisions and sticking with them? Or do you make decisions and then give up on them? Some of you guys have already been given an opportunity to improve your life, help you move towards what you want, but you haven't made a decision. You're procrastinating. How do you know you're procrastinating? Well, what are you telling yourself on why you haven't made the the decision yet? Uh, I'm going to do that as soon as X happens. Right? That's a good one. I'm going to invest in myself as soon as school is over. I'm going to start that business as soon as the kids go off to college. I'm going to do that as soon as the economy gets better. It's all procrastination is what I'm telling you. Now, don't get it confused. If you already know what you want and you're actively working that plan... And you're saying, yeah, I'm going to make that move in December because it's part of the plan I've already laid out. Then fine. I'm not talking about that. You know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to you, the person that is sitting there right now, feeding yourself a bunch of reasons on why you haven't made a decision yet. Oh, I don't have the money. I don't have the time. That has nothing to do with making a decision. That's where people go wrong is they think I need I need a complete business plan. I need all the money stacked up first. I need everybody on board first. I need the strategy complete and perfect, all the steps laid out clearly, and then I will make a decision. And then I will decide whether or not I'm going to do this. That'll never happen. If you're waiting for the perfect time to make a decision, you will never find it. If there is a perfect time, the time is now. If you're actively thinking right now that there is a decision that you're supposed to make, this is it. Make it right now and execute. There's no reason to wait anymore. Well, you know what, Devore? I I think I I need to go back and, and I really need to think about this. Okay. So let's say you need to think about the decision you have to make. Maybe you say, you know what, I'm going to think about it for the next week. Gotcha. So after the week, what is it that you are going to think about 
so you can finally move forward with this decision? What is it that you have to go through in your mind? Well, you know, I just need to, I need to find all the money first and then I'll do it. Oh, so it's not really that you have to think about it. What you're really saying is you don't have the money. That's why you don't want to make a decision. Yeah, I, I, I just don't have the money to start that business, Devori. So why even do it? I'll tell you why you have to make a decision. We spoke yesterday about the radio stations. You see, when you fail to make a decision, you're on the procrastination radio station. You know what you're going to attract to yourself when you procrastinate? Life is going to keep throwing things at you that causes you to procrastinate even more. Because that's the energy that you're sending out. You're sending out energy of doubt, worry, fear, anxiety. That's what you get back. When you make a decision and move into action, you're on the action radio station. You know what you attract to, to yourself? Things that will cause you to continue to take action, stay on the right track. That includes the money. The money is already here. The money comes through people. Money goes where it's welcome. Money does not go to people who procrastinate. Money goes to people who take action, who put themselves in a position to receive because they're out there. They're making things happen. So I know one of the common things that people tell themselves as it pertains to starting a business or shifting gears or changing their careers or moving is, oh, I don't have the money. You don't need the money yet. You need to make a decision. You need to decide this is going to happen regardless. You don't care how long it's going to take you. You're going to do it anyway. This is the habit we all must develop. This is a habit that you must develop, the habit of making quick decisions. What's going to handicap your ability to make quick decisions? Well, this is what Napoleon Hill has to say about it. If you are influenced by the opinions of others, you will have no desire of your own. Did you know desire is what helps you make decisions? When you truly have a burning desire, you will make a decision. If you are influenced by the opinions of others when you reach decisions, you will not succeed in any undertaking, much less in that of transmitting your own desire into money. The mistake that you want to avoid when reaching quick decisions is listening to the opinions of others, especially people who do not have the results that you want. That's as simple as success can ever be. Make quick decisions and make them now. Stop waiting. Stop waiting for the perfect time, the perfect moment. The perfect time, the perfect moment is now. If you make quick decisions, you're operating on a different frequency. You're going to attract what you need to get to where you want to go because you're making decisions. Decisions require action. So if you're taking action, what do we always say? For every action in the universe, there's an opposite and equal reaction. When you make a decision, that's action. You're sending energy out. You must receive that same energy back. When you procrastinate, what action is that? Right? That's not, you're not going to be moving. So these three habits that will help you reprogram your subconscious mind, help you win in your life, help you get what you want, they're quite simple. Let's go through them again. Habit number one is the habit of studying. Studying what? 
two primary things. Primary thing number one is yourself. Personal development. That should be mandatory. That is not an option. Uh, Primary thing two is your craft. Your career or your business, whatever is your expertise or profession, you should be looking to become the best at what you do. When you do that, your value goes up and your ability to earn more money goes up. Habit number two is the habit of gratitude. Earl Nightingale said it best. The magic word is attitude. If you have a great attitude, you can always go out there and make things happen. If you have a bad attitude, nothing can help you. It doesn't matter. It didn't matter if the, all the stars aligned and it was a perfect day on earth. If you're a person with a bad attitude, you won't even recognize it. Gratitude is what would help you get from having a bad attitude to having a great attitude. Gratitude helps you see what you're grateful for. And you're grateful for who you're becoming and you're grateful for where you've been and where you're going. Uh, You want to be grateful. It's the energy you send out is what you get back. It's that simple. And to say right now, you may be thinking, oh, yeah, I know I should be doing my gratitude. But are you really going to do it? Are you just saying it? Because this leads to habit number three, make a committed decision. That's the habit you need to form, the habit of making quick decisions. We have to stop delaying our success. That's really what you're doing. There's no reason to delay. Go get yours. You deserve it. It's there. It's waiting for you. But you got to make a committed decision. And then you got to make it again and again and again. You will be making committed, quick decisions for the rest of your life. It never stops. That's why it has to be a habit. If you don't make it a habit, you're you're living your life randomly. Hit, hit or miss. Maybe you'll be successful. Maybe you won't. If you make committed decisions and you make them quick, you will be successful. Because that's what all successful people have. They have the habit of making quick decisions. People who are not successful, what do they have the habit of doing? Well, the majority of people who fail to accumulate money sufficient for their needs are generally influenced by the opinions of others. They allow the newspapers, their neighbors, their friends, their family members, co-workers, associates, To do their thinking for them. That's why they're in trouble. They allow the politicians. The government. The news. Hollywood. Celebrities. To do the thinking for them. You don't have to go very far to see this happening today. How many people do you see on a daily basis. That clearly. They are not being who they really are. They're not being their true self. They're fake. They're just out there copying other people. They're not being who they really are. Because they don't make decisions for themselves. They allow other people to do the thinking for them. They allow other people to tell them what's valuable, what matters, what's cool. But it's not really authentic to them. But they do it anyway. And that's why the results are what they are. So making quick decisions is 
I gotta say that that is a secret weapon for anyone. Because when you make quick, quick decisions, you're not going to be slowed down. You're going to be moving at a different speed than everyone else. You're going to attract things that are going to help you get to where you want to go. That's really what it's all about. So what, what would you say is the habit that you really need to start developing let me know in the comment section. What is the habit that you're going to start developing? You're going to commit yourself to doing now. Let me know. Now, I told you guys I would at least show you what I do and how I study. Because people asked me that yesterday. Well, how do you how do you study? How do you know all this? Like, and I only gave you guys a brief answer. So I want to just take some time to go over that quickly here. So as I stated yesterday, there are thousands of books out there. So this conversation is not about what book you should buy. But let's say we're going to use, um, I'll just use this one for right now. It's fine. So let's say you bought Th Think and Grow Rich. Okay, you bought Think and Grow Rich. And you open it up. And, you know, you start reading through it. You know, you start reading through it, whatever. That's what people normally do. But here's what I do. Here's what I do. I get a pen. And if you don't have the physical copy, you can do this digitally as well. Because you could bookmark and highlights and highlight the uh, pages. So what I like doing is... I'll go to the first chapter of the book and I will lightly read it. I'll just read through. I'm reading and um, I'll keep reading until I find something that really stands out to me. And you can always kind of tell how the paragraph starts if it's, you know, a good point that the author is making. Now, obviously, if they're telling stories, you may not find what you're looking for in that area because the story is really, it's, um, it's drawn out, right? It's, it, a story could be 10 pages long. So what I like doing is going to sections in the chapter where um, it doesn't really talk about the story. It talks about more about what the author wants me to do. So anyways, um, you keep reading, and when you find a paragraph that you love, just put parentheses next to it, or put a star, or underline it. Do something to know that that is a paragraph that you want to go back to. So what would that look like? So as you guys can see, for people on YouTube, right, I put parentheses, and then people on TikTok. Right. So now I know. All right. When I say, all right, I'm going to study Think and Go Rich today, I'm going to be looking at the paragraphs that I put a star next to, or I underlined, or I put a parenthesis to. 
and just read that one paragraph and really think about it. So the first thing that I uh, put a star next to in the chapter Desire, the chapter Desire in Think and Grow Rich starts off with a story uh, about um, um, Edwin C. Barnes, which was the only person that actually got to collaborate with Thomas Edison. A lot of people work for Thomas Edison, but none of them became um, uh, a, a, a mentee, right? Uh, Edwin C. Barnes was almost like um, he was mentored by Edison. He actually was able to work with him. Anyways, that's how the chapter starts off. But the first part um, is where he says, you may complain that it, that it is impossible for you to see yourself in possession of money before you actually have it. Here is where a burning desire will come to your aid. If you truly desire money so keenly that your desire is an obsession, you will have no difficulty in convincing yourself that you will acquire it. The object is to want money and to become so determined to have it that you convince yourself you will have it. You will have it. So that's the power of a burning desire. A burning desire makes you believe in something that physically isn't there yet. So the point is what? I read that, I underline it, I put it in parentheses, and then now, every day, I read it. That's what I, that's what I would do if I were you. If, if you're really going to take this stuff seriously, I would look at each paragraph as one idea. And you want to focus on one idea at a time because you want to master that idea in your life. You want to implement it into your life. So what is the idea that I just read? The idea is a burning desire. I need to have a burning desire. I need to convince myself that I can acquire what it is that I want. And I just got to keep replaying that over and over and over again until one day I wake up and I feel that way. And I start acting that way. Your subconscious mind is aware of everything that's going on around you. So this is why if you have a book holder, you can have the book on the book holder, have it, you know, on your desk in front of you, your mind will still see it. Even though you're consciously not looking at the book, your mind knows it's there. So that's the, that's the, that's as simple as it gets. And the question that you want to ask yourself is, am I applying what I'm studying? How am I applying this today? How am I applying this? That's what you want to ask yourself. And if you do that, not only are you going to enjoy studying, but you're going to get better at it. Because you don't feel this pressure of like, oh my God, I still have 200 pages to read. You, you won't have to think that way. You just are like, no, I'm just reading this one page right here. It's all I'm reading or this one paragraph. It's one of those things where less is more. It's very intuitive. It's very intuitive to just focus on one idea at a time. You guys all know the quote already. You probably heard it a thousand times from people. Bruce Lee said that he does not fear the man who's practiced 10,000 moves 
He fears the man who practiced one move 10,000 times. So don't believe or don't think you have to go out there and buy 100 books that are you know self-help books and read them all. You're missing the point. The point in getting a book is to understand it and apply it into your life. You can't do that if you read the book and then move on. You want to keep going back to that one paragraph, that one page that really stood out to you so you can internalize it, understand it, and apply it. That's what you want to do. That's why we talked about the habit of making quick decisions. This is a committed decision. This is why we talked about the habit of studying. If you want to be the best at what you do and you want to be the best version of yourself, you, you have to study. There is no other way. You've got to feed your mind the right information. You've grown up in a world where you have been fed the wrong information. A lot of people have been telling you what you can't do, what is, what is not possible in, in, in the world, um, that you're only going to be able to do X, Y, or Z based on some outside circumstance. You know, we've been handicapped is my point. We're, we, are, we are told what to think, not how to think. You want to learn how to think, get into the book and start studying. You're going to learn how to think really quickly there. We just have to understand our level of ignorance. That's why I was saying in the show today, the biggest mistake that people make is they do not respect their level of ignorance on a particular topic. They don't know what they don't know. And just to think that you're going to pick up Think and Go Rich one time and then millions of dollars are going to show up tomorrow. That sounds extreme, but people, that's how people are treating this. That's how they treat personal development as a shortcut, a quick fix that does not exist. So let me read it again. Here's where a burning desire will come to your aid. If you truly desire what it is that you want, and that desire becomes an obsession, you will have no difficulty in convincing yourself that you will acquire what you want. The object of what you want, you will become so determined that you will end up convincing yourself that you will have it. You just become obsessed. That's really what it is. And you become obsessed to the point where your consciousness is dominated by it. Now you got your thoughts, your feelings, your actions all in alignment with what you're thinking about. So that's one idea on page 58 that you could be studying. We talked about the habit of making quick decisions. Well, all you have to do, get Think and Go Rich, go to chapter 8 and read, excuse me, uh, you could read the first paragraph. You could read the first page, or you could read page one and two. But if you were just to keep rereading page one and two out of that chapter, in my book, it's actually page 213 and 214. If you just went back and forth, back and forth, just kept reading those pages, 
you'll start making quick decisions because you're getting the right information. Why is it that you don't do the things you're supposed to do? Part of it is because you lack understanding. You don't know what you don't know. You're ignorant. So how do you fix that? Get the right information and study it to a level that you can understand it. How do you know you understand something because you could turn around and teach someone and they understand it? You also know you understand something because your understanding is expressed through your actions. What is your behavior saying? What are the results saying? That's why some people, they'll come on here and they'll try to troll my comments and say, oh, I know, I know, I know. Then you go look at their results. It says otherwise. And I also stated yesterday as a careful reminder, if your attitude is you already know, then you're finished. You should treat what we're doing as something you want to master. If you want to master something, your attitude should be of a student, not um, someone who knows it all. I don't know it all. I barely know any of this. I'm just scratching the surface of this information. I'm just barely understanding. To understand, if we just take this book I've been talking about, Think and Go Rich, to understand this book, I don't think you can live long enough. That's how much power is in reading this book. Why? Because we're programmed. From the moment we come out of the womb, we are programmed. We've got millions of ideas in our subconscious mind. It could take you a lifetime to replace those ideas. You may not even replace them all. But the point is what? Because that may sound discouraging for some people. The point is to replace the negative ideas that are stopping you right now from getting what you want. And the only way to do that is the habit of studying, the repetition of studying, having a burning desire to take the information, apply it, live this better life, forming the habit of gratitude, having the opportunity to actually do this, having the opportunity to think for yourself, having the opportunity to go after what you want. It may not be cookies and milk and peaches and cream, but you still have the opportunity to go out there and make it happen. And the habit of making quick decisions. You make a decision quick and that it becomes a habit for you, you'll be unstoppable. You won't allow things to slow you down. People are slowed down by their habit of procrastination. They're used to doing that. They're used to not making decisions. Why? Because they look to other people to get opinions. And that's where they get in trouble. Because the people that they're going to does not have the results that they want. It's a big mistake in the journey to your success. All right. So now we can do what? We could get into your questions. What are your questions today? We're going to drop the link there in the chat box on YouTube for people who do want to call into the show and ask me a correct uh, a question directly. 
to access that link, you have to go over to the YouTube video. All right, so I'm going to always take care of my people on YouTube. If you have multiple crafts, how do you make time for them every day? Well, it's, it's not really making time. It's prioritizing. You know, I think this answer is very nuanced. 99% of people, they need to stop trying to do everything and just focus on one thing at a time. There are individuals out there that for some reason, they have the talent to juggle multiple things with perfection. But 99% of people, do you don't possess that. That's not something you should be doing. It's actually common sense. If you take a magnifying glass and you allow the sun to go through the magnifying glass and you point the magnifying glass at a piece of paper, what's going to happen to the paper? The paper is going to catch on fire. Why? Because you're harnessing the energy by directing it to one thing. One thing. When you direct your mind towards one objective, you're harnessing all your potential, all your energy, all your creativity. When you're trying to direct your mind towards multiple things at one time, you're being pulled in different directions. So this is why it's really important to learn how to say no to opportunities that aren't going to really help you with your current goal right now, no matter how good they sound. Like, for example, if your goal is to launch a business, you should not be concerned with anything else. Because the more you go all in on that and focus on that, the faster it's going to happen. It's a nuanced conversation because some people can handle it, but the data shows this, science shows this, studies have shown when we focus on one thing at a time, we are the most effective and productive at what we're doing. When we try to juggle multiple things at one time, that's where mistakes take place. All right. Okay, now we have your comments on YouTube from the people on TikTok. So let's see what you guys on TikTok have to say. Let me go up here. Can you tell us the things you do first before heading to the office? Um, well, my schedule has changed a little bit. So what I do now is um, at 6 a.m., I have a study session that I do. 
after that, uh, I take a walk or my intention is to work out during that time. But recently I've just been going outside and taking a walk. Um, and then after that, I get ready for the show. It's pretty much it. It's a very simple way that I start my day. I'm really grateful for the life I'm living today. I put in the work for where I am today. I get to wake up every morning and talk about what I want to talk about, live my purpose, help people. And you could do the same thing, by the way. But you have to make a committed decision. <laughs> but yeah, my mornings are very simple. Uh, I don't do a lot of crazy stuff. It's just I wake up, I immediately go into studying, uh, listen to uh, a lesson, talk about something in the book. I do this with a client. And then at, right after that, then it's make some coffee, um, take, take the walk, hit the gym on a perfect day. And then I do the show. It's really that simple. Nothing crazy. And for people who are thinking, well, what do you do when before you go to sleep? It's almost the same routine. I The last major thing that I do at nighttime is I host another study session with my clients. And then after that, I do my gratitude list and my journal. And then that's pretty much it for the night. What mic is this? The Sure Seven, the Sure Seven M Bravo, I think it is. Yeah, Sure M Seven B, S M Seven B, S M Seven B. Habit of immediately interrupting negative thought patterns. Yeah, that's really good. I agree with that one. I totally agree. Yeah, so J underscore GP, why are you so angry? When you really get into doing this for some years, you won't be angry. I don't really get angry. And if I do get angry, it goes away within like five minutes. I'm over it. I don't have days where I'm stressed out. It's the repetition of studying this material, guys, and developing yourself. You get to a point where... What used to stress you out no longer does. Why? Because you're in control of your mind. That's why I said the habit of studying yourself and your craft, it's, un it's really underrated. I get a lot of fear when I'm selling my services. How can I overcome that? You overcome it through understanding. 
Understanding will give you the faith. What do you want to understand? Well, this is why I said you need to study your craft. So how often are you actually studying how to sell? If you're getting a lot of fear when selling, you don't know how to sell yet. That's probably what's, that's part of it right there. Like if you truly understand how to sell and what it really means, there should, you, there's no reason to be scared of anything. I'll give you a prime example of this. If you understand selling, then you would never have to, you would never have to even bring up your services if you're not talking to the right person. Every now and then I'll be on a phone with somebody and I know they're not serious. I don't even get around to telling them how I can help them. There's no point. Now, the other side of this is ignorance, meaning you don't understand yourself and what's happening. Why are you experiencing the fear? You're probably doing something you've never done before. So you have to account for that. You may be doing something that is not a habit yet. That may be something as well. So listen, um, if you have fear around selling, yeah, you, you need to you need to get the right information. You need to understand sales. You need to understand selling. You need to understand yourself and how your mind works. All that information the fear will go away. That, and that may take time. That's why I said, mistake people have is they underestimate the time, the money, the energy that is required for what it is that they want in their life. This is why the first principle, according to Napoleon Hill, in getting rich in your life, is you have to have a burning desire. You have to want to. If you keep falling in a certain domain, should you continue to do it or do something else? Do you, you mean failing? If you keep failing in a particular business job, is that what you mean? I'm not too sure. Let's say that's what you meant. Well, what do you mean you keep failing? Describe that. What is failing to you? Because what's failing to you may not be what's how I understand it. See, failing is when you quit. When you quit and you stop and you give up, that's when you have failed. But if you start a business and it didn't work out, that doesn't mean you failed. Because there was a lesson in that. You could keep moving forward. So before I can even answer your question, what's your understanding of failing? Yep, I think we fear the, that one thing will fail, so therefore we try to juggle multiple things. And this is a great point because what energy does that, what energy are you sending out when you think that way? So if you have this main goal and you're like, all right, so if this main goal doesn't work out, then I got these other ones lined up, right? Well, you're talking as if it won't work out. If you believe and you have unwavering faith that it will work out, 
you, you wouldn't even have a plan B, C, or D. There's no point. See, what we've, what we've been... Here's what has happened, guys. Let me go full screen. This is what's happened. Sometimes what happens, and I would say probably a lot of times, celebrities will go out there or public figures will go out there and they'll say something that sounds good, but it really doesn't help people. You know what one of those statements are? Don't put all your eggs in one basket. When somebody says that, they're operating from a place of scarcity. They're scared that if they put all their eggs in one basket, they will fail and they'll lose everything. You, it doesn't matter if you were to lose everything because you can always get it back. The money's always here. You start a business, you put all your money in a business and the business fails. It's okay. You can go start another business. People have done that time and time again. And from experience in entrepreneurship, having so many businesses up to this point in my life, I'm going to tell you this right now. I would rather be the guy who put everything I had into one business and it failed than trying to put a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there, a little bit there, and then, I, and then it never really got anywhere. Like, I want to know that if I leave a project or a business because it didn't work out, I know I left everything on the table. So we have people who come out and they'll say stuff that sounds good, but it really doesn't help you. It handicaps you. And most of the time, people who say that, they did put all their eggs in one basket. It's, it's pure ignorance sometimes what people say publicly. And people are sit there and just listen. They think because someone is a celebrity that they know everything. They don't know crap. All they are really good at is acting. <laughs> but people will look at them as a source of knowledge. But guys, musicians, actors, athletes, these people are not specialists when it comes to mindset. They're specialists with their craft. That's different. This is why it's very important to know how to think for yourself. And really understand that you already have the answers. You already know what you should be doing. You focus on one thing. You're asking the universe to give you everything you need for that to become successful. Every time I try to reprogram my subconscious mind, I get anxiety and quit. Is this normal? That is normal because you're probably thinking about something that you shouldn't be thinking about. What is it that you're thinking about? You guys, I told you to write down a few things uh, yesterday. One of the things that I told you guys to write down and put it on your desk is a question. What am I thinking about right now? What am I thinking about right now? Why do you want to write that down as a question and put it on your desk? It's a reminder for you to stay observant on what you're thinking about. Because what you're thinking about with repetition is who you become. So if you're getting anxiety and you quit, it's because you keep thinking about something. You keep thinking that it's not going to work. You keep thinking this is too hard. You keep thinking you're not worthy of this. Whatever it is, something's going on up there that you're buying into. You're believing in it. You're identifying with it and it takes over and you stop. The other side of that is, do you really have a burning desire? 
You see, a committed decision, a burning desire, you won't quit. I love your hair. Thank you. Yeah, so J underscore GP, you're going to have to let that stuff go. You're going to have to forgive. What's happening is this. We all know in science that once something is occupied, you, you can't occupy it with something else, right? Like meaning... I'm sitting in this chair right here. No one else can, unless I unless I get up and walk away from this chair. Then someone else can sit in this chair, right? My point is, is that when the anger, the guilt, the resentment is inside of you, it's taking up space. What is it taking up space? Like meaning what? What? Let me find the best way to put this so you get it. Your anger, your resentment, your guilt is taking up space. It's blocking you from receiving the things that you want in your life. So if you want more love, joy, and happiness, well, there's nowhere for it to really uh, go inside of you because you're operating with negative energy. Negative energy is taking up space. You want to fill yourself with positive energy, but you can't do that unless you make space for it. So forgiveness is everything. I want, I want a little about laziness and entrepreneurship and how should we get out of that? I'm not too sure what you're asking. How should you break out of being lazy in entrepreneurship? A burning desire. You got to know what you want. You got to be obsessed about it. If you're lazy with what you're doing, then you're you're not involved in the right thing. Listen, if you guys want to know if you're living your purpose, if you have the right goal, you know you're going somewhere in life because you're obsessed, you're not lazy. That's how you know. All right, let's see here. How do I absorb a book and manifest it or apply the principle in my life? That's what I went over already today. So I don't have to re I don't have to read the whole book again after I take the main highlights in the book and reread them. What I'm saying is is I believe people would be better off with stop overwhelming yourself with trying to read every single page in this book. They would be better off if they just found one page or two pages and just kept rereading that. see here how can i focus more on the present moment focus more on the present moment let go of the past stop worrying about what's going to happen in the future and just focus on right now one thing at a time one hour at a time i 
I really want to be an entrepreneur. I have my passion in real estate. Good. Go do it. Go do it. Go do it. All right. So what did we talk about today? We talked about the three habits you're going to need if you're really going to make changes in your subconscious mind. Why would you do that? Because you know already your subconscious mind is controlling what you're doing, what you're getting in life. So that's where a change needs to be made. So if you're going to win, you have to develop these habits. Habit number one is what? The habit of studying. Studying your craft, studying yourself. Habit number two is gratitude, being grateful for who you are, who you are becoming, and where you're going. And habit number three is making quick decisions. You've got to make quick decisions and stop procrastinating on everything. The prerequisite to making a decision is knowing exactly what you want. If what you're faced with, the decision you have to make, if it will help you get what you want, there's no delay. Just say yes and do it. If you don't have the money, you think you don't have the time, you're finished. You can't make a decision at that point. You can't tell yourself those things. If you do, you won't get the opportunity or the money or the op or people to help you. Making a decision puts you on a different frequency. It When you make a decision, things start lining up. All right. How many tasks did you set a day? I'm not too sure what you mean by that. Let me just say it this way. Right now, it's 1030 in California. Right now, I'm only focused on one thing and one thing only. This show right now. That's it. When 11 a.m. comes around, I'm going to be focused on whatever it is I'm doing between 11 a.m. and 12 p.m. When 12 p.m. comes around, I'll be focused on whatever I'm doing from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. I'm not thinking about 6 a.m. this morning or yesterday. I'm not thinking about tomorrow either. I'm just thinking about right now. Would you say your purpose is linked to what you think about all day? It can be, especially if it's thoughts that make you feel good and thoughts that you obsess about. Like for most people out there, you've been thinking about your purpose for quite some time, but you reject it. You don't believe in it. So I was already thinking... I want to help people. I want to help you. I've been thinking that. I've been thinking that. So, yeah. All right, guys. We are going to cut it here. Another great show. As always, uh, this has been recorded. So, you can go back and rewatch this on YouTube or listen to this on Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon. If you really love the show today, make sure you support us by hitting the like button and subscribing.
And if you're on TikTok, you double tap the screen there. All right. Thank you, everyone. And I look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Take care.